I'm Barack Obama, and I approve this message. This is Anakin Skywalker, and I never listen to the Order 66 podcast, mostly because my mommy won't let me. <laughs> she says we need to save credits for acting lessons. I'll never be a Jedi. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. Execute Order 66. Welcome back. This is Sunday, March the 2nd, 2008, and this is The Ocho. Episode number 8, Order 66 Podcast. I am GM Dave. And I am GM Chris. What is up, Gamer Nation? What is up, GM Dave, man? It is a, it's a, it's a nice day here in Dallas, kind of. It's, it's a pouring rain. Uh, uh, it's springtime. Yeah, it is. Time for sun, followed by thunderstorms, followed by tornadoes, followed by a freezing night. That's usually how it rolls. Yeah. yeah pretty much. But I imagine it rolls oh, all different kinds of weather, all different places you are, and you guys are from a lot of places, uh, if our forums are any indication. Um, we've seen just a spike of activity recently, a lot more people signing up on our forums at, uh, of course, d20radio.com slash forum, and you guys have been feeding us a lot of really good suggestions about the show, uh, a lot of requests for stuff to discuss, and we're just happy to get to it. That's right. And plus, every once in a while, we get... Hey, love the show! Woo! You know... I love the phone calls. I love the phone calls. Yes, and of course, you are welcome to give us a phone call at 206-600-5872. That's 206-600-LUSA. LUSA! And LUSA! And you can leave us a voicemail with uh, anything uh, you'd like to simply have on the air. We'll probably put it on just because we're, we're down like that, pretty much. Yeah. 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 <laughs> pretty good. Well, Dave, I, I was looking through the mail um, this morning um, before the show, and um, I didn't really, I didn't get anything. Did you happen to get anything from Cody this week? I did not, and I celebrated. Woo-hoo-hoo! Dude, I hope he's okay. I mean, this is the first week in like a long time that we haven't gotten a postcard from him. Well, I mean, we didn't get one last week, so well, yeah, I was worried, but now I'm really worried. It's been two weeks. Maybe he's dead. Mm. One can only well, wish. Hey, uh, you know, hey, well, the good <laughs> at least he can be easily replaced. <laughs> he could uh, be. Yeah. Easily, yes. Um, but we did happen to get a few more pieces of mail, uh, not of the paper kind, but more of the electronic kind. You guys have been sending us um, a lot of questions. And, of course, you guys know you can email myself, Chris at d20radio.com or gmdave at d20radio.com with any questions or concerns you have, things you want to address on the air, things of that nature. And um, without further ado, I, I think, Dave, um, it's time for... All right, scumbag, pay attention. It's time for mail call. You got it, brother. Mail call. We've had a few questions, and of course, uh, with mail call, uh, please send us any rules questions you have. And if we can't answer it ourselves, just try, uh, you know, scouring the rules and the books and stuff, we will actually seek out some of uh, Wizards of the Coast or some of the devs' official opinions, um, either through simply lurking uh, the forums that we lurk or even posing questions on your behalf. And uh, we have a few questions now. 
Um, we've had someone uh, write in and uh, ask about the initiative skill. Now, a lot of you guys are familiar with the fact that in SWSE, you can take 10 on a vast majority of skills. And they had a question, because in particular, the initiative skill says you can take 10 on it. However, the rules specifically state that you can't take 10 when stress and distraction would prevent you from doing so, i.e. in combat. So basically, they wanted to know when can you take 10 on initiative because you use it to enter combat. Um, so can, you know, why does this say you can take 10 when you're using it to enter combat? What does that entail, pretty much? Um, the official word from the developers on this is basically, if you're about to launch an attack on someone, um, you know, like if, if you're if you're you know ambushing a target and they're unaware, or, or you've prepared yourself, um, you're the one initiating the encounter. That's when you can take ten. In other circumstances, generally you cannot. You cannot take ten if you're you know um, trying to avoid a feint. Uh, you cannot take ten if you know it's it's you know there's no surprise round and you guys are literally every everyone good and bad is both rolling for initiative. So that's the answer to that question. Um, the second question we got in that we're going to be covering in this, um, we had someone write in talking about their Jedi. Um, in particular, their Jedi picked up the far shot feat um, because they have a Jedi apparently that's multi-class that uses a blaster. And uh, they also picked up the deflect talent and they wanted to know, does the far shot feat apply to the deflect talent? Because, of course, you guys know if you're, if you're deflecting a blaster bolt, you can deflect it back the range of the weapon that fired it um, before you start taking range increment penalties. Um, and although this kind of flies in the face of my better judgment, um, at least according to the developers, yes, if you have the far shot feat, you can actually apply that to a redirected shot. Mm. So even if uh, the soldier who fired it at you does not have far shot um, and you redirect it, uh, you can apply far shot to the effect of your redirect. I don't like it. It's I don't like it either. Smacks that's of, what they uh, say. Incorrect physics to me, but it, it certainly does. But um, hey, uh, in, then again, you know. X-Wings and TIE Fighters going you know, through the vacuum of space really smacks of incorrect physics as well. That's true, so, and those big explosions that have fire that need oxygen, hmm. Yeah, yeah, just, yeah, yeah, pretty much. So, hey, I'm, I'm not, I'm not going to be too, too much of a stickler on it, but, yeah, anyway. Um, and also our third question, um, this is a, another one that really, really smacks against physics and against um, my uh, personal... Uh, <laughs> Uh, a sense of things, but I can understand why they ruled this way. Uh, we had one of you email in and ask us uh, about ion grenades, um, in particular because they uh, their, their GM was basically, you know, they were throwing ion grenades um, at a party of sentient beings with equipment as well as droids. And the GM ruled that the ion grenades not only you know disabled the droids in the area, but when they affected the humans, they also affected their equipment, such as their blasters, their you know the electronic equipment they had in their packs and stuff of that nature. And in actually, this case, it was destroyed. So uh, you guys wanted to know, basically, hey, you know, if we lob ion grenades, you know, does it destroy the equipment of everyone in the area? And uh, we really had to dig on this um, and find out a, a developer ruling. And this was actually answered in the Frequently Asked Questions section of uh, Gleemax and the Wizards of the Coast forums. And they basically said that, you know, no, never was, was kind of their ruling. And this goes with frag grenades and other area of effect tax too. If it is an attended object, meaning it's connected to your body or, you know, it's in your hand or it's in your holster or your backpack, it is never affected by an area area attack, basically. So if you're lobbing ion grenades um, at somebody, you run, you know, you run no risk of destroying the blaster they're holding. You run no risk of destroying anything in their backpack. Um, now, if it's unattended, meaning you're trying to destroy something that's sitting there with an ion grenade, you can do that. But basically, that is the official ruling. And I don't very much like that. It doesn't make sense to me. But from a game balance perspective, I can see why they did it. Right. 
Right oh, right oh. Yeah. So that is mail call. Uh, thank you guys very much for emailing us. Please continue to do so. If you got any questions, you don't want to take the time to research yourselves, or you want someone's opinion on, let us know, and we will happily devote our wasted lives to finding the answer for you. That's right. One more thing. Those of you are waiting for me on a response on the forums about Wookies, and my response is heretofore included right now. I like Wookies. There you go. Thank you very much. Very, very nice. If if I could if I could applaud, I you know, and have y'all hear it, I would I would definitely do it. Yeah. Yeah. Wookies Wookies are the bomb diggity. If they were <laughs> if they were any more the bomb diggity, they would be illegal in thirty seven states. I'll put a I'll put something up on the forums. I'm just kidding you guys. <laughs> All right. I've been well, away. Then, away. Away. Well, I think it's uh it's time to move on, Dave. In particular, um I took a trip out to Tatooine this weekend after getting a flyer. Did you go? Oh my goodness gracious. Oh man, hey man. Yeah. This is Watto for Watto's Bargain Basement, and I want you to come on down to Tatooine this week for our big special sale. Tell them Jabba sent you and you get a free chance cube. We got the deals for you. Come on down to Watto's Bargain Basement. What do you know? (laughs) Well, I left Watto's with a crate of mesh tape. Dave. Ah, yes, the duct tape of the galaxy. Yes, the duct tape of the galaxy. This this stuff is just freaking awesome. I'm playing with it right now. I, I like I bonded my hands together um, yesterday, <laughs> and like it took me three hours. I had to call you know med services to get it off. Man, it was just it's awesome. This stuff, man, you know, a roll of it, you know, is 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 thirty squares long. It's only five credits. It weighs half a kilo. And 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 you can you can do anything with it. It's it's amazing. It's amazing. Have you do you do anything about this stuff, Dave? I know a little bit about it. Um, it requires a pretty good strength check if you were to uh, say bind a character up with it. It'll hold um, it'll hold up ninety kilograms, I think, uh, without a problem. Strength check of DC twenty to get out of it. Uh, yes. What else is? I mean, you can do everything that you could do with duct tape at home. You could do. You could patch holes in evac suits. You could uh, a, obviously tie up bad guys. You know. Um, you can else? you can hide things in very obscure places. Actually, and this is a good point. I remember an adventure I was running. Gosh, um, maybe about a month and a half ago, uh, we had a scoundrel who was smuggling uh, various sundries and cargo um, through some uh, imperial space, and his ship was boarded. And uh, a couple of the party members actually got in evac suits during the boarding process, took the cargo out onto the exterior of the ship, and literally taped it there, and then got back inside. And um, they literally just sat there while the uh, Imperials searched the entire freaking ship, top to bottom, scanned everything, all of it. They found absolutely nothing because the cargo was literally taped to the outside <laughs> of the ship. Um, I which was, it. yeah, the most creative use I've seen. But you can use this stuff in zero G and all that. But yeah, I mean, yeah, and you're right, man. This stuff can hold 90 kilos indefinitely, indefinitely, twice that much for a few rounds. Um, and of course, it's a DC twenty strength check to break it if you uh, if you bind a creature. But I mean, hey, man, this stuff is limited only by your imagination. I mean, you can uh, I've seen it used to make a to make an emergency rope for a real light character. You know, it'll hold ninety kilos. You know, um, I've you know seen it. You can use it to make an emergency hammock, uh, or I've seen it used as an instant luggage rack for a speeder in kind of the same way. And of course, Dave, of course, it makes for the perfect, inexpensive, no hot oil Wookie wax for those who are. <laughs> 
concerned about the hairiness of their Wookiee. Right. Yes. But honestly, guys, I, I never make a character that doesn't carry at least two rolls of this stuff. Um, and when you purchase a utility belt, which is kind of one of the standard uh, purchases for a character, seeing it has everything cool on it, there's two empty pouches on that darn thing. And I always fill it with some mesh tape. So Me too. Gotta recommend it. It's wonderful. It's cheap. Buy it. All of your characters should have it. Because nothing is cooler than having a lightsaber duct taped to each wrist. That way you can have four. You can see you could hold one in hands and then the wrists and then the few, Now two. we're just getting carried away. Yeah, pr- probably. But anyway. That's all right. But <laughs> run out today and get your roll of the mesh tape. Thank you. The mesh tape. I liked it. That was like the radio voice. It was, man. Hey, it's yeah, very awesome. I can do that. Today on the Order 66 podcast, hey! we've got new songs coming at you. No, 22 in no. a row. No commercials. All right, that's yeah, enough. I'm, yeah. I'm hanging. I'm hanging out with you way too much, man. I I'm know, hanging out with dude. You way too much. <laughs> we lost seven. <laughs> we lost all seven of our listeners right there. <laughs> Probably yes, but uh, hey, you know what? I'm sure there's at least one or two listening, and I'm glad they are because we are going to be moving on to talk about the last class in the player's uh, handbook, the, the core rulebook, um, which is of course the soldier. Yes, sir. Yes, and um, just as a note, guys, we are going to be discussing the soldier today, and uh, I know in the future we're going to be discussing some of the prestige classes in the book, but uh, we're going to take a brief break on on that, that sort of class discussion for a little while, and I think next episode we're even going to be moving into a very heavy discussion of the Force. Yes, um, there's been a lot of really good posting on the forums. You guys have had a lot of questions about Force use and stuff like that, and we're going to talk about the Force, using the Force well, and optimizing Force users next episode. So, Stay but tuned. For now... For now, uh, we're going to talk about the soldier. And for me, this is a—it's a real iconic class. Um, I mean, I'm sure you'll agree, Dave. This represents sure. a, a multitude of play styles um, that you know you can choose from. But at the same time, it, it's kind of unarguably represents very straightforward combatant. That's kind of you know pretty much the only role they have, yeah. um, with a, with a couple minor exceptions. Probably but, the most uh, often played class after the Jedi. Pro- probably, yeah. Just because it's so easy, you know if. Yeah, it's it's easy. Um, this this is a wonderful class for someone who's just learning the game. Um, they have relatively few skills, uh, you know, which which makes things a little less confusing, a little easier. Um, so, and honestly, if you want to make somebody who blasts things to oblivion um, or you know chops things up with a vibro axe, this is one of the better ways to go about doing it. Pretty so, much. Let's talk about how to optimize it. Um, in terms of ability scores, when you're building a soldier um, and you're you know you're rolling up your scores or you're assigning those skill points and you want to you know wh- which which abilities do you want to pad? Um, primarily, and perhaps you'll you know agree with me on this, Dave. Um, I think either Dex or Strength is going to be you know your primary that you want to go for, but it really depends on the build you want to go for. And we're going to get a little bit into depth in this later when we talk about talents. Um, but you know if you're building a ranged soldier, and it really is good to specify, you want to pad Dex as your number one. If you're building a melee soldier, you want to pad Strength as your number one. Yep. But it is worth noting that. Regardless whether you do dex or strength you know, as number one based on your build, I would highly recommend having at least a 13 in the other skill. You know, if you're, if you're high on dex, have at least a 13 strength. If you're high on strength, have at least a 13 dex. Um, strictly because <laughs> it's a prereq for rapid strike or rapid shot, depending on whether you're making you know, a melee or a, uh, or, or, or a ranged Range build. Yeah. So, very good. And of course, a high dex is always good for reflex defense, and uh, a high strength is always great for encumbrance, since with a soldier, you're going to be wearing heavy armor and heavy weapons, most likely. So, you know, it's a good thing to pad. Right. What do you think's the number two stat to pad, Dave? Uh, intelligence for me, because I want some more skills. Really? Yep. 
See, but, and, and that's, that's an excellent that's an excellent point. They do have a crappy amount of skills. Personally, I'm going to pad Khan as my secondary, but I mean, you and I disagree on that. Um, I, just because I think you know you're a meat wall anyway. And granted, you have an excellent hit die. You know, you and the Jedi share the D10, and that's fine. But you know, when you're working as that you know rough and tumble soldier character, you want your fortitude defense to be high. You want your hit points to be high. So Khan adds to that. But I, I I totally see your point though, because honestly, you know, you already have a bonus to fortitude defense. You already have naturally high hit points. So where are you really lacking? It's in it's in skills. It's in trained skills. So, yeah, bumping your int is not too terribly bad of an idea. Yeah, but Khan's good too. I understand. Khan, Khan's good too. That's true. Um, those are some pretty straightforward choices. Well, let's kind of move into the talents here. And you know, Dave and I talked about this, and you know, there's a multitude of ways you can go and you can combine. But I think there are three kind of main builds that we wanted to focus on for a a soldier or three roles, if you could. Um, and what's the first role that we had we had decided on, Dave? Uh, we talked about the blaster, a ranged, bl- yeah, a ranged combatant specialist. This is the guy I would definitely go with, you know, intelligence over con because you're not going to get in that many scrums. This is very true. Um, I, I would, I would, I would definitely agree with you on that. And yeah, I mean, this is you know the the master blaster, um, and pretty much in terms of what talents to choose for this particular build. The weapon specialist talent tree is is great all the way around. Um, specifically, I mean, I want to talk about the extreme awesomeness and pure win that is devastating attack. Ooh, yeah. Um, yeah, dude, this this particular talent from the weapon specialist talent tree is absolutely amazing. I mean, and of course, if you you basically pick a weapon, um, and uh, or weapon type, uh, either a you know, single exotic or a weapon group, and when you're wielding that and you do damage to someone with it, you treat their damage threshold as five less. Which is just unrealistically awesome. Um, I, I just, I, I really, 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 really recommend that. Should be one of like the first uh, talents you get if you're making a, a range specialist or a blaster. It's damn near unbalancing. It's it is damn near unbalancing, pretty much. Especially because I mean, as a range specialist, uh, you are going to be doing more damage. I mean, you're doing more damage than the lightsaber. You're doing more damage than anyone else. You're doing three die of damage. I mean, good grief. You know, it, it's just so easy not only to overcome threshold anyway, but when you add that into it, it's darn near unbalancing. Do it. Um, pretty much, I, I would stick with the weapon specialist talent tree and go straight down it. You know, penetrating attack if you if you're dealing with dr quite a bit. You know, weapon specialization is great. You know, hey, plus two guaranteed. Um, outside of that particular weapon specialist talent tree, I've actually and maybe you'll agree with me on this, Dave. I've found great use for a, a single talent in the brawler talent tree called Gun Club. Yeah, which lets you you know because the thing is you know what you you can make attacks of opportunity with anything smaller than a rifle, um, you know, a carbine or smaller, basically. But if you're making that range specialist, that's probably not the weapon you're going to want to go with. You're going to be using uh, a rifle or, or most likely a heavy weapon once you take that feat, um, and you can't make attacks of opportunity with it. So Gun Club will let you just do that, and, you know, that's kind of useful. But honestly, I'd, I'd move through the weapon specialist talent tree before I did that. Yep, so. I would too. Well, what's the next build we're going to be discussing, Dave? Uh, for you soccer fans out there, the striker, the striker, and I take it this would be kind of the opposite of the range specialist. This would absolutely be the uh, antithesis of said range specialist. This is me. This is my Wookie. This is why I love Wookies. The melee specialist. I get an automatic bonus to con, so I'm not too. I'm still not too concerned about con, but um, it is a um, real good like to start as as a melee specialist soldier and then move into Jedi. Woo. Yeah. Yeah, 
I, I would definitely agree with that. Um, I've seen, I mean, every guy, the, the last bill you made where you literally made a Wookiee Jedi soldier and it was just disgusting. I mean, you pick, you picked up again, you picked up that, uh, that devastating attack with your lightsaber and you were just poning things. It was, it was just disgusting. I've never beautiful. had as many one shot kills as I did in that campaign. Yeah. Um, <laughs> yeah. Plus, um, and this is uh, one of the things we talk about with the striker. As if I recall correctly, not only did you pick up devastating attack, um, but you also picked up stunning strike from the brawler talent tree. Which, of course, it basically if you move someone down the condition track, it moves them two steps down the condition track. Yep. So, I mean, not only are you easily so basically if you can combine stunning strike and devastating attack on a melee weapon or or a ranged weapon for that matter, I mean, you're, I mean, you're not only are you easily moving them down the condition track, but you're moving them two steps down. That combination is made of pure win and it's it's beautiful right uh, but other than that i mean the rest of the brawler talent tree if you're making a striker there's a couple ways you can go with a striker too i mean granted you have yours and you know what i'd also like to point out you know as much as you love your lightsaber and it's beautiful because it ignores dr um a vibro axe does do more damage than it um and uh, i've i've played with some guys who made some vibro axe wielding honkers you know with that two die ten and man, they just you know kill things with it. It's absolutely fantastic. Well, yeah, that was my, that was my last build was that uh, Vibroax wielding Wookie, and yeah. ooh, boy, I tell yeah. you what, that that almost changed my mind with the with the whole Jedi thing. Yeah, well, then you then you get the Force powers, and you're like, oh, I don't know. Now, one other thing, and the Brawler talent tree really brings this into focus. One of the big gripes about prior systems was the confusion regarding grapple rules, and SWSC has streamlined it quite a bit. There's still a good amount of confusion, and I know we're actually going to be covering this later on in one of our D20 docking bay sessions, not this week, but later on, um, because there's still a lot of questions out there regarding it. But grappling is a great deal easier, and the Brawler talent tree has um, a couple talents specifically designed to work extremely well with grappling, um, which is of course a you know expert grappler and unbalanced opponent. So if you want to make that grappling character, you know this, that that striker, you can do so again with this. Wonderful. What is the third build we're going to be looking at, Dave? Okay, the last is the meat wall. We affectionately call it the shield, but your guy that you absolutely really need to put your your con points in and. This is the guy that's going to be the focal point, wanting to draw aggro, wanting to be the guy that's got everybody engaged in melee while you take your precise shots. Yeah, pretty much. And uh, I mean, I really like this build. It also, I like to mention, works really well, extremely well with it, with it, with a grappling build. But um, in terms of the the talents you're going to want to take with it, there's quite a few choices. Um, unlike other characters, the soldier has the ability to go into that armor specialist talent tree where they can really make use of their armor. Armor is almost a non-issue for a lot of people. I mean, wouldn't you agree? Because you, I mean, you yeah. reach a point where you know your heroic level makes it just untenable to wear it. Right. But you know, you got characters like you know, on Jangle Fett, you know, and Boba, you know, it's in their builds and in, the, in the book here that you know they're taking those armor specialist talent trees, and you can really make good use of it. Um, so, I mean, if uh, that would probably be my number one choice if you're going for that meat wall, that, that shield build. Um, number two would probably be um, the commando talent tree, which is just fantastic. If you're playing that that bodyguard um, a character, you know that is, you know stuff like harm's way or draw fire, you know where you can you can you can take a hit for somebody else or or you know help support them, you know with some cover. That's just fantastic. But specifically, there's two talents in that commando talent tree that are just awesome, um, indomitable. And tough as nails. Now, tough as nails is pretty much just extra second wind as a feat. You know, you get that as a talent basically. And if you have extra second wind, you know, it it, it just doubles up. I mean, it actually stacks. Yep. But indomitable is something I absolutely love. Um, and I, I've I've 
when I've made soldier builds, I usually take this because I think it's just so terribly awesome. And basically, once a day is a swift action, you move plus five steps on the condition track. Um, I mean, it doesn't remove persistent conditions, but it's one of those things, if you go unconscious and you get conscious, swift action, boom, you're immediately at the top of the condition track. And that's and, absolutely amazing. It's very, very cool, and I've, I've used it. It has actually saved me on more than one occasion. Um, I've also seen it used to great effect with a lot of my players when they're building scouts. A lot of them will dip soldier strictly to take that because if they, right. they, they, they want to build that. You know, last week we talked about scouts, talked about this ultimate kind of survivalist build. Right. You know, that is a pinnacle talent for that it's, kind of It's build. like going up toward the bounty hunter tree, and, and I, wish, I wish we had Django on the show, but of course. This is Django fit. I never listen to the Order 66 podcast. Of course, he doesn't Damn listen. Jedis. He just doesn't listen. So punk. maybe punk we won't ever listen. get him on the show, but heck. Yeah, punk, punk doesn't listen. I know. Oh, well. This is great for Bounty Hunter. <laughs> yeah, it really is. Um, so, you know, again, if you if you want to play that shield, I, seriously, man. Um, Armor Specialist Talent Tree, Commando Talent Tree, they're absolutely fantastic. Now, Arguably, of course, you know, as important as talents are your feats, and your feats are going to also vary depending on the, the different build that you kind of want to make. Um, for the, that blaster build, Dave, the first build we talked about, what, were you, what would you consider to be the, probably some of the first feats you want to pick up? Point blank is one thing that I always get, only because, of course, my meat wall has got them engaged, and so uh, point blank, precise shot, all the, yeah. you know, those are the two that I just always get. I mean, it's almost, well, yeah, it's I mean, almost it's, required. That's pretty much almost required. And a minus five to fire into melee is not acceptable. I mean, you might be able to get around this if you don't have a melee character in your party. Um, that's fine. But, you know, it. yeah, I, I totally agree with you on there. Um, and also, if you're making a blaster, I don't see any reason not to move into heavy weapons. Now, soldiers aren't proficient with it, which means it's going to cost you a feat, but I just totally think it's worth it. So getting heavy weapon proficiency is really great. And with that, I mean, I, on, on my own soldier builds, I'll usually segue into um, burst fire if I'm using those heavy weapons. Or if I'm not, maybe rapid shot, because I, I think rapid shot's a fantastic feat, you know, where you can uh, you know, just take that minus on your, on your uh, attack and, and get an extra die of damage. I think it's totally worth it. Right. What about the striker, Dave? Uh, power attack. I mean, that goes almost without saying again. Power attack. Um, well, that kind of helps you maximize your devastating attack when you, right. when, if you take that talent. Right. Because, I mean, you're just doing that much more damage. Sure. Uh, what else do you think? Maybe um, rapid, well, I like rapid strike. strike. Yeah. yeah, that's the other one I was coming off the top of my head. I really don't have anything else off the top of my head, but... Oh yeah, well I mean for you know, it pretty pretty much it's, it's kind of the same thing. I mean you don't you know if you're playing that that melee build, I mean you know I think power attack's fantastic. I'd probably move into cleave eventually. Yeah. Um, if you if you can just to you know take down multiple mooks. Um, especially if you got devastating attack, you're probably going to be taking people down fairly quickly. Right. Um, and rapid strike's totally worth it. Just just like rapid shot, getting that extra dive damage. I I think it's it's great. I. Um, for the shield. Um, I don't know about you, but I mean, you know, if you're trying to build that, you know, that meat wall character, I really don't think you can do much better than extra second wind. Than oh no! And then you do, and then you do the toughest nails on top of that. And yeah, my gosh, dude, that's kind of a that's kind of a no-brainer. And remember, guys, you can stack improved damage threshold. IDT is hands down one of the better feats in the game. Um, you know, I mean, you can just conceivably take it again and again and again and again, and never go down the condition track when you take damage. Just so. about, yeah. Pretty very much awesome. Um, skills now. Soldiers have a a rather limited skill list available to them. Um, only a handful of stuff with a, and a couple unusual things. What would you think would be a probably a, you know primary skills to train in if you're a soldier at first level? For a soldier, this is one of the only times. And I, I'm a big fan of initiative, but this is one time where I would absolutely take it. Would be yeah. initiative. 
Um, sometimes, a, sometimes a soldier is 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 more required to be, you know, the field medic. Sometimes, if you don't necessarily have another that can do it, yeah. or a noble or yeah. something like that. So, so you think treat injury, injury yeah, so? treat injury would be decent, and um, well, they're one of two classes that get it. So right. I mean, heck, right? Why not? Yeah, or uh, perception is big to me. Well, yeah, that, that's that's very useful. That's very useful. I like endurance um, as well. Yeah, that's mostly because you know you're going to be carrying a lot of gear, and especially it really fits in with that build if you're building like a shield type character. Right. So yeah, I'm in agreement with you, man. Initiative, treat injury, endurance, perception, probably going to be your top skills there. Well, there you go. And that'll pretty much wrap it up for El Soldier. El Soldier. Uh, if you guys uh, have any questions about our build suggestions, if you think we're full of crap, um, please get on the forums at uh, d20radio.com uh, slash forum. Uh, log in, join the Gamer Nation, and let us know. Uh, we really want to hear your opinions and, uh, and let your, get, get your voice heard. Or with the rest call of the, the, the rest loser of the line. Or call the loser line again at 206-600-5872. Loser! And... Uh, Get your literal voice heard. That's right. It'd be fantastic. Oh, Dave, I'm I'm kind of I'm kind of getting a bad feeling. Oh no, I have a feeling I know what's coming. Okay, that means that it's time to try and contact our friend TK421. If we can. Yeah, if we can. So I don't know. Let's give it a shot. TK421, are you there, please? Hey, soldiers, how the heck you guys doing? Ah, uh, On time for the third week in a row, ladies and gentlemen. <laughs> I should cue the applause. Oh, yeah, man, you're going to make me blush. <laughs> <laughs> I've, been, I've been getting better, man. I've been trying, man. I'm on a high right now, man. I'll tell you what. You're on a Where high. Been... Oh, yeah. What's going on? Oh man, we've been we've been we've been hunting all day, man. We're we're over here in the the Alderaan asteroid belt. You know, it, it, it's fairly new, the Alderaan asteroid <laughs> yeah, belt. Yeah, it's. Don't know that you've been out there yet. I yeah, I know it's fairly new. It's as if a, a million oysters screamed out in terror and were suddenly silenced. Yes, I, I I'm aware of that. I'm not too pleased with your boss. Oh hell, man, he don't care none. But oh man, I will tell you what, man, he's kind of cool though. He's letting us do some hunting around here, man. We're getting out there in them tie fighters, man, and we're we're going from we're going hunting for minox, man, doing some target practice. Ah, minox, man. You know you'll find those chewing on power cables and stuff, won't you? Oh yeah, man. I, uh, I suppose so. Well, I guess that's why we're supposed to be hunting them and all that. But I tell you what, them things are some hard things to hit, man. But I find if I just be pulling that trigger and letting it just just fly, you know, you know, kind of, kind of without them precise shots, just doing like a whole bunch of shots at once, it makes for a lot easier hitting them, man. I almost darn near don't need to try none. Oh yeah, there you go. You're getting into that heavy weapon stuff. I know how it is. Oh, yeah, man. Oh, yeah. Well, listen, I got to go, Holder. It's good talking to y'all. I'm glad y'all doing good, but I'm going to go do some more shooting, and uh, I think we got some Minox going to grill up later tonight. All right. Well, them's good eating. And we, oh, yeah. Uh, yeah. All right, man. We'll see you on the other side. And uh, uh, in advance, I want to thank you for uh, for doing a little bit of recording work for us. Oh, hey, brother. Ain't no problem. You know, I just got your credit check in, and <laughs> uh, I'm waiting for next week. Yeah, baby. Later, Holders. All right, TK. Thanks. Hi, TK. Yep. Thanks for calling in, buddy. So, yeah, he brings up a good point and uh, uh, mentioning what he did for us. Hmm.
20 docking bay hosers. When it don't be making sense, we be making sense of it. Oh, that's beautiful. Wonder Thank Miss. you for that, TK. I love that intro. Now we've got some bass music to be playing. Oh, and I very much like it. Very cool music. Very cool. Kill Bill, I think. Very nice. Absolutely. But, uh, yes, we're going to move into the D20 docking bay right now. And uh, big props. Thanks. Shout out to um, Lord Iron Balls, uh, who is one of our more prolific forum posters and arguably has the coolest and most awesome um, forum avatar. Oh, I pick love that, that one. I have ever seen in my life. And. Uh, yeah, I got some. I got some big props for that. But uh, for those of you who don't know, we do have a request for D20 Docking Bay thread um, in our Early 66 request um, uh, forum uh, on on the forums. And you guys, if you have anything you like us to talk about on D20 Docking Bay, any confusing rules or anything like that you want clarified, we can. Uh, you can go ahead and post it there, and we'll get it up. As it is, uh, Lorne Ironballs had a question regarding uh, turrets and laser cannons. Um, very specifically in terms of uh, how they deal with some of the more interesting mechanics of the game. Um, and he wanted to know uh, two particular things, uh, dealing with burst fire um, and, uh, and and Jedi deflection. And uh, we did a little bit of searching on this, um, as well as just kind of reading into the rules. Um, now, a lot of the Wizards of the Coast position on this is not officially noted. Um, for instance, can you burst fire with laser cannons? Uh, that was kind of one of your, your questions, uh, Lord Iron Balls. And of course, laser cannons, you know, are on, on ships, you know, and we know they auto-fire because of the fact that they actually have auto-fire entries on the ship. So the question is, if you're a pilot and you have the burst fire feet, can you burst fire with them? Um, in terms of my ruling, I would say absolutely yes. I mean, they auto-fire with a minus five penalty, um, so it's really no different for me than, uh, than, than you know, using a, in, in standard, you know, personal square combat, just using the, using the burst fire feat with a heavy weapon. What do you think, Dave? I agree wholeheartedly. Yeah, I mean, it's, it's really, you know, I mean, you can just, you know, pepper a specific target in space. Yep. I see absolutely no reason not to do that, and I think it's a wonderful use of the feat. Uh, personally, and, and, and Wizards has, and, and the other devs in the game have said this again and again and again, they are going encouraging any use of a feat that can be applied in more than one situation. And if you read the Starships of the Galaxy, the supplement that's come out, although they don't talk about burst fire, burst fire specifically, I think it's kind of an assumed, um, there are so many talents and feats that have multiple uses and uses you wouldn't think they would have when in space combat and ship-to-ship combat. Right. So yeah, I would absolutely rule that. Um, and also on that note, um, the question was brought up regarding a Jedi's deflect talent and uh, turrets, <laughs> and uh, you know, in terms of, of you know how how that can work. Um, pretty much, and this is an official ruling: um, as long as the vehicle is smaller than Colossal Frigate, which is one of the sizes, um, a Jedi can actually deflect it. Um, which you know, I mean, that, that's a that's a lot of power to be deflecting out of a laser. Um, but then again, it, it does match up with some of the movies and some of the other scenes in terms of like, you know, I know, uh, of course, in, in Empire, um, or no, excuse me, Return of uh, the Jedi, it was Luke was deflecting the uh, blaster bolt from the, the, the speeder bike right. um, in, the, uh, in the Endor scene, if you recall. And uh, that kind of matches up there. So, yeah, a Jedi can deflect, um, col- you know, heavy, heavy, heavy weapons from a vehicle, you know, as long as the vehicle is smaller than Colossal Frigate. 
size. So, yeah. Well, hope that answers your question, Lord Ironballs. And uh, again, if you guys have anything to add, please go ahead and post it up on the forums, which, of course, is at www.d20radio.com slash forum. You can also email myself at gmchris at d20radio.com or gmdave at d20radio.com or give us a call on the Lusa line at 206-600-5872. Yeah, radio, babe. Oh, yeah. Well, man, Dave, I think we kind of got our show back under control. None of these uh, 50-minute podcasts anymore. No, we're going to come in shy of 40 minutes today, and hopefully some of you guys will think that's a little better. Some of you guys will probably just be yearning for more. Yearning and yearning and yearning. We do the best we can for the people that we can, and we service more and more every day. This week it was 148. That's awesome. Yeah. That's awesome number of subscribers. Very I mean, pleased. We Very don't pleased. compare to some of the big guys out there that have been doing their cast for two years or you know anything like that. We'll probably never be this week in tech, but hey, you know we do a little niche cast. We enjoy it. We love it. A lot of our listeners do too. That's why we're doing Absolutely. it. Absolutely. And uh, again, we we're, we want to thank you guys for contributing so much to the cast and giving us stuff to talk about continually. Again, please get to the forums, post your mind, um, anything you want talked about, we will talk about it. I know next week is going to be earmarked for a wonderful long discussion regarding the Force. And on that vein, uh, you guys are going to see a new thread appearing um, on the forums tonight um, discussing that. And uh, you know, we're going to be talking about Force powers and a lot of the more obscure ways to use the Force. But if you guys have any specific Force things you want discussed, think about it. We'll get it posted on that thread we'll get that discussed because you know we have quick turnaround here because you know we're cool like that that's the way we are and that's the way we roll hey love the show and we want more (laughs) voicemail oh yeah voicemail would be great yeah yeah please (laughs) give us a call we're happy to hear from you we're happy to hear from you yeah and we haven't gotten any we really except for that one guy (laughs) a week ago so we're we're begging for you we set up the line we're just begging for a phone call i mean you figure somebody one of you geeks out there has a freaking phone you don't all do email and mp3 i don't mind email mp3 but hey you know um you know geeks of the world unite and and give us a call please absolutely right right (laughs) and with that uh peace love and good gaming gamer nation and uh keep those dice rolling keep those dice rolling uh, this is Wato, and I never listen to the Order 66 podcast. What do you know, a Jedi? Uh. D20 Radio, where gamers roll. www.d20radio.com. This podcast and related websites are not endorsed by Lucasfilm Limited, 20th Century Fox, or Wizards of the Coast, and are intended for entertainment and informational purposes only. The official Star Wars site can be found at StarWars.com. The official Wizards of the Coast site can be found at Wizards.com. Star Wars, the Star Wars logo, D20 logo, D20 system references, all named pictures of Star Wars characters, vehicles, and any other Star Wars related items are registered trademark and or copyright of Lucasfilm Limited, Wizards of the Coast, or their respective trademark and copyright holders. All original content of this podcast and its related website, including graphical, textual, audio, and visual information, is the intellectual property of the Order 66 podcast.